This is the Highly Sensitive Person Podcast, a weekly podcast for people who experience the world brighter, louder, and more intensely. Join me on a journey of acceptance of our highly sensitive person traits. Thanks for tuning in to episode 22. I'm your host, Kelly. And before we get started, I'd like to kick it off by sharing a comment from a reader on the blog. I'll omit the author's name for privacy. Here it is. I wanted to pass along my appreciation for the blog and the podcasts. It matters and is so nice to know I'm not alone. I always wondered what was wrong with me growing up. I'm six foot two, played football, and could bench press 300 pounds at one point, but I never really felt like one of the guys. I've always been so emotional and introspective, and it's taken me a long time to accept those qualities in myself. Thanks so much for your comment. I know it helps other people to know that they're not alone. Also, when they're listening to the podcast or reading the blog, there are other people out there who are having the same realizations about themselves. This episode 22 is about emotional cutting, reading or watching things that you know will make you feel emotional pain, but you do it anyway. Several months ago, I fostered a dog and ended up adopting her. It was my first experience ever caring for a pet in my life, and it was like a whole new world for me. I found myself reading tons of online articles about dogs and watching endless YouTube videos on training and grooming and health and dog rescues. I started following a number of local dog rescues on Facebook and enjoyed hearing about animals that were found and then fostered and rehomed. Watching these videos of dogs being saved from an abandoned parking lot, then cleaned up and super happy is seriously one of the most moving things for me. I could watch those videos all day. Then I discovered a Facebook page made specifically to help dogs at a high kill shelter a couple hours from where I live. On this page, there are pleas for individual dogs where people can pledge money in hopes that a rescue organization will step up and get the dog out of the shelter. It's so great when someone posts the words rescued or adopted on that particular dog's comments. But then sometimes it says RIP. It means the dog wasn't saved in time. It was euthanized. My husband Jim says to me, why the heck do you look at this stuff? You just know it's going to make you sad. It boggles his mind. And of course, he's right. It's a form of what could be called emotional cutting. Another common example of emotional cutting is looking at old photos of you together with an ex or visiting their Facebook profile. You know this will cause emotional pain, but you do it anyway. Why do I do what I do with the dog rescues? I love to see when dogs are saved, but why do I continue to go back to this page when I know it will make me sad because more dogs have been put down? Then there was the first one that actually made me cry instantly. It was a tiny, terrified chihuahua in a cage. Normally, I'm not even a huge fan of chihuahuas, but the way he was imploring the camera, crouching in total fear, his big black eyes so full of the desire for someone to care for him made me burst out crying and my heart ache because he was put down. I just stared and stared at that photo, looking into his eyes, hurting. Why do I do this? Clearly, I must want the pain in some way. Maybe I feel like part of loving dogs is also being painfully aware of the sadness. Along with the intense happiness I get for my dog and seeing other dogs be saved and adopted online, 
I also deserve to submit myself to the pain. It's kind of funny, as I'm recording this, my dog is lying under my desk, snoring. Anyway, as HSPs, we care about the pain and loneliness of others, and we have this deep need to feel deeply. A commenter on the blog said they do emotional cutting to recharge or re-energize the pa- their passion about causes they're passionate about, or changes they want to help bring about in the world, or injustices they want to fight against, certain political issues. She will watch videos or read articles that she knows will anger her because she wants to feel inspired to fight for her beliefs. So that's cool. But for me, there are definitely times I'll see a link to a video about something disturbing or a sad story or an injustice, and I want to click it out of curiosity and and I stop myself. I think this will only upset me. I shouldn't watch this as my finger hovers over the click button on the mouse. There are certain movies I refuse to see because I've heard they're so incredibly sad, they're tearjerkers, and I just don't feel like expending all of that emotional energy. It can also take me a really long time to mentally recover from emotional cutting. Some of this really sad, upsetting images can stay with me for a long time. In extreme cases, even years. It's not worth it to do that to myself. So if you find yourself reading or watching things that deeply hurt you, try to set some limits for yourself. As HSPs, our empathy is so strong that continuously taking in other people's or other creatures' pain can weigh on our heart and our conscious, and there's nothing we can do about it, so it's not productive. And it could eventually lead to more intense sadness and even depression. So just take care of yourself, okay? Thanks so much for tuning in please check out the show notes at highlysensitiveperson.net slash episode 22. And if you find the show valuable, please say thank you by leaving a review on iTunes. The more positive reviews we have, the higher we can get in the rankings and the more people will discover the show and discover that they're highly sensitive and that there's nothing wrong with them. And also don't forget to check out our holiday gift guide at highlysensitiveperson.net And tune in every Tuesday for a new podcast, and thanks for listening. 